Welcome to the Produce Industry Podcast, your weekly download on current events, trends, market reports, and community discussions. Join us each week from Tampa, Florida, as we cover all aspects of the produce supply chain industry. Ladies and gentlemen, here's your host, Patrick Kelly. Hey, produce people. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kelly. As always, I am honored to be here coming to you live from Tampa, Florida. Welcome to Monday, everybody. Today is April 4th, 2022, and let's get April started off with a bang. I'm really excited about this month, especially this Friday, April 8th, our live event that we have with Stephanie Stuckey. Please join us online, either on LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, or Facebook to catch this awesome discussion. Shout out to Severand, our title and choice sponsor. We had the virtual networking hour last week on Wednesday, March 30th, that was sponsored by Severand. Great turnout and a great talk about sustainable packaging and sustainable produce. This week, we have the CPMA going on, Canadian Produce Marketing Association, and we will have boots on the ground with the Produce Industry Podcast. Nate Montgomery, the produce champion, is filling in in Canada. So guess what? He will be there, and he will be doing interviews. So if you're interested in being on the Produce Industry Podcast during the CPMA, reach out to Nate Montgomery or myself. Now, our featured guest today is all about avocados, everyone. Jose Daniel Pardo, and he is the Director of Business Development at CalMike. Now, he is all things avocados, citrus, and a few other products that we're going to learn about. Now, we first met at the West Coast Produce Expo and have stayed connected over the last year, everyone. As you know, the produce and supply chain industry is all about relationships, and that's why we are here. So, let's get Jose on the line and get this started. Hey, Jose, welcome back to the show, man. Hey, Patrick, how's it going, man? Hey, man, good to have you back. I'm doing fantastic. As I always say, another day in produce paradise, living the produce dream, my man. I mean, that's what it's about, right? If you can't have fun, why the heck are we working every day, right? Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> hey, you know what? That's that's our life, right? <laughs> Listen, man, I'm glad to have you on the show today. Now, uh, listeners, if uh, you don't know Jose, uh, he was on our episode, geez, back in 2021. We met at the West Coast Produce Expo in uh, Las Vegas. He had a quick cameo. He said hello, who his company is, uh, introducing Cal Mike and really introducing your company because I had no idea who you guys were. I mean, I'll be real because, and I'm going to let you talk about it, but there are a lot of brokers out there, right, Jose? And we've talked about yes. that. There are so many brokers that are trying to sling everything from asparagus to zucchini to avocados, right? And that's kind of yes. what they do. But your company is not those brokers. Even though there are good brokers out there, uh, we want to make sure we have the difference uh, and talk about that difference. So, you know, give us that 30,000 foot overview of, you know, the organization, you know, and what you got going on. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you, Patrick. You know, thank you for having me again. Uh, yeah, we, you know, we kind of like touch bases west coast and vegas and it was pretty quick but but yeah you know i mean like you said you know there's a lot of brokers out there um we we are we do specialize in avocados uh from michoacan mexico so that's where our name comes from you know california in michoacan the mitch so that's that's how our name is uh, built from um and pretty much what you know what we're doing we have uh, a direct partnership with 
uh, growers in Mexico and a packing house in Mexico. So we we are a direct distributor. So um, so we're not just a broker at the border trying to make you know whatever we can make a buck or two or whatever uh trying to hustle on that way but we we always try to have direct um contact with our customers final customers and and you know uh try to deliver the product the best way possible so uh i mean we do have a few of our salespeople. they do the brokerage part at the border uh you know in texas and things like that but mainly we just sell uh, uh, you know, truckloads uh, of avocados, especially. Um, we have done some uh, oranges in the past uh, from California to uh, to Peru as well, uh, and also Chile. Um, but um, but our main focus is uh, avocados. Hey man, I love it, and it's funny because I you've told me before the name, and I think I've just always pronounced it wrong. Then, right? I mean. Is it, is it for the listeners out there and myself, is it Cal Mitch or Cal Mike then as your name, as the name of the organization? So they know. Well, you pronounce it right because, because how you say it, you know, but, but uh, if, if you talk about, you know, on, on the, the Hispanic side, of course it's Michoacan. So it's Mitch. So Cal Mitch. Um, Mitch. Oh no, I like Cal it. Mitch. No, so that's, the name that's, says it all. So that's yeah, exactly. So, and it was like, I mean, you pretty much never heard of us. Um, I mean, I'm I'm been on board of the company for the last year and a half, uh, but I I know the owner. His name is uh, Sergio Chavez, and I'm I know him back six years ago. So we were always in touch. We were always um, talking. So um, so pretty much, you know, that's how I came. You know, sharing ideas and all that. At one point, you know, we end up working together. Uh, but yeah, but that's pretty much how the company was built because, you know, they're from Sergio, you know, he was already doing some stuff here in California and the other partners are in Mexico. So, uh, so yeah, that's how we come up with the name. With the name. That's awesome. Yeah. And I believe uh, I've seen Sergio before. We're connected on LinkedIn and you've got a dynamic team. I've seen the team as well. I've seen them uh, on LinkedIn. I've seen them at some of the shows. Uh, again, I mean, when I first saw your product member, I sent you a picture. I was in the LA uh, wholesale market and I'm walking with Mike Chavez and I'm like, wait a minute. I was like, I know that label. I know that. So got to see the label. Obviously we had some of that fruit going into uh, some of our boxes as well. Uh, nice. So that's what I love. Right. I, I get excited too. When I see, uh, you know, branded products that I know that are going out in the market because there's a lot of times everyone that, you know, you do go to the marketplace and Jose, you as a consumer, right. You go as well. And you probably look at that label. Like, I wonder where, who this is from, right. Who's yes. got the contract at Publix or Aldi's or Walmart, right? I, I know. Yes. It's, yes. It's what you do. But as a consumer, you, you, you sometimes don't do that, right? You're, you're reaching down, you're grabbing it. Is it firm? Is it soft? Does it smell funky? Are there fruit flies going near it? Right. I mean, that's kind of what you're looking for as the uh, everyday consumer. You're more just looking, am I able to eat this in the next one to two days? Right. Correct. Um, Correct. We, we do it a little bit differently, um, but that's fun. That's why I think it's so fun because you get to walk into a store like Publix, which is right down the street from, from me. Yeah. And I get to go look at all these items and I can see sometimes there's 
uh, kiss melons in there, right? Or I yeah. can see, right, that there's tasteful selections, right? And I'm just like, oh man, that this is cool, right? That's yes. I like this, and and then it makes me want to buy. I told someone the other day. I had like 15 or 16 different varieties of produce in my fridge and they were like, it's going to go bad before, before you eat it. And I'm like, no, I'm like, trust <laughs> me. I'm like, it's not going to go bad. I will cook broccoli and Brussels sprouts in the middle of the day, Jose, for a snack. Let me tell you right now, like hands down, hands down. So um, no, man, it, it, it's kind of cool. And like I said, speaking to brands, uh, that's kind of what it's about. Now, avocados for Mexico. My my son is on the theme song of that, right? And he's yeah. like, he could literally sing it, and he's like, dun, 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 right? <laughs> and and um, how is that in relation? So I know avocados are from California. I know avocados are from Mexico. Um, where are you? Just you said you're just Mexico. Talk to me a little bit about uh, avocados in Mexico. How are those different than your traditional California avocados? Yeah. So so you know avocados from Mexico. Um, that is the marketing power behind everything that we do in Mexico. So Mexico, you have a, another association they call APEAM, A-P-E-A-M. So that is the uh, association of packers and growers from Mexico. So pretty much what, what we all do from that association, we all, um, we're all part of, of the association. If you want to export fruit to the U.S., um, or anywhere, you have to, you need to pay that membership. And then from that membership, from whatever everybody else, every pace, then that's how Avocados from Mexico was created with the help of uh, Mahia and, and all the California um, importers. So, so, so they, California, they try to separate it, um, doing just Avocados from Mexico. That way you can you know, you, you see the campaigns that California do when, when it's California season, you know, you get these big uh, avocado campaigns, you know, eat one every day, all these things. So, so they separate every single country. That way, everybody have pretty much their money separate and you can put more money here, more money there. But that's pretty much what avocados from Mexico is. So everybody, every importer that comes to the U.S. is part of avocados from Mexico. Gotcha. Now, there is, uh, uh, like, if, if you see our label, um, our labels on, on, on each avocado have the avocados from Mexico la uh, logo on it, um, but every packing house is different. Our packing house is number 478, and then you'll see it there on the avocado in the bottom part. It's, it's EMP 7478, so which is that's in Spanish is empaque or packing house, you know? Um, gotcha. But everybody has that. There is a few. Um, there's a few companies like you know you have some missions or uh, you have some Index Fresh. Uh, they that POU has their own logo, uh, but the box still needs to have uh, avocados from Mexico somewhere. Still has to show it. And now, so the varieties are still the same as traditional Haas avocados, right? They're, there's nothing different when you, they're from Mexico. They're just just where it's grown in the marketing arm. Am I correct? Yes. Well, from Mexico, that's the difference between California and Mexico. As the 100% of the fruit that comes from Mexico is Haas. So you don't have any other variety from Mexico, which now in, Cal in California, you, you know, you have... 
you have uh, the has, you have reads, you have the new uh, gym um, avocados. So it's 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 a little bit of different varieties here in California, uh, which they have been forced to create different ones just because of water, uh, you know, because of you know the different changes on temperature and also because California only you know produces you know half of the year. So the other six months there's pretty much no avocados at all. Yeah. No, I've uh I've seen that uh California avocado shortage, especially back in the back in the days, right before everything was really year round. You know, Jose, I'll tell you. Yes. That. Um, I can tell you that right now. Well, also, I mean, you, you, you talked about a lot of other products. So we, we were focusing on avocados, right? One of my favorite uh, fruits outside of the citrus, as you know that. I've yes. talked to you about that. Yes. Um, but you guys do a lot of other products, right? So like you said, avocados, blackberries, blueberries. I'm on a mango fix right now, just so you know. You know, I have a goal of uh, or challenge of, you know, at least eating 12 mangoes this year. And, you know, you might think that that's crazy. Like that's not <laughs> enough. Um, but it's a lot for me. And I, I think yeah. I'm on like nine or 10 right now. And it's already, uh, what we're April. That's not April. bad, you know, but Man, I saw, yeah. Oh, yeah. you guys even have baby mangoes. I'm like, what the heck's a baby mango? Like, like did, what, what is that? Where does a baby mango come from? I see it's Mex it's in Mexico, but it's not, a, is, it a, is it a kind of a, a Tulfo? Is it a Kent? Is it a Tommy? Is it a Hayden? What, what is a baby mango? It's, it's a mix. It's a mix. I don't even know exactly from what, which mix is coming, but, but it's really cool. You know I mean? Once the first time we saw it, um, it was, we were interested on, on that because I mean, you don't, you don't see it everywhere, you know? So, so like no. you're saying, you know, uh, there are some customers, uh, you know, at the end market, uh, they'll see something and they're like, you know what, this is, this looks pretty cool. I, I want to taste it. I want to see what it is. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. So, so, but, uh, but they're pretty good. They're pretty sweet. And maybe, you know, just because they're small, then their, their sugar content, you know, stays a little bit better on the, on the fruit. So, so they're, they're good. I mean, they're not, they're not abundant. You know, so it's not like, oh, yeah, you know, you can have them all year round or anything like that. But yeah, but we, you know, we try to try to have different products. You know, we do some strawberries from Mexico or sometimes, you know, we have a, a good customers here in the U.S. that we get strawberries as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's I mean, uh, and, you know, we we try to to, you know, as brokers, sometimes there is some brokers that, you know, they try to get a, a whole of everything in the market. And, and, you know, on my experience, sometimes, I mean, you, you can just handle so much to be an expert on something, you know? So, yeah. so like you can sell everything, but, but if you want to be on top of the market, if you want to know when to buy, when not to buy, when to do it the right way, when, when you know the quality is not that good for the customers or when, when is the best time, then, you know, you pretty much need to really be involved on, on, on every specific. And, and that's why, you know, once we pick something uh, like, you know, like, you know, we're really into avocados. I mean, that's a every day, all day job, just trying to look every because things change from what we talk about in the morning in the afternoon, maybe the price completely changed or everything went, you know, south, everything is, everything is going crazy. So it's, so, so it's, you know, for us, it's, it's good to always make sure we know our product and that way our customers, 
you know, um, are not being lied to or taken advantage of or anything like that, you know? hundred uh, percent. I mean, that's the game. Supply chain, transparency, visibility. And I'm going to have to try one of these baby mangoes. And listen, anyone or everyone out there, uh, if you've had a baby mango, please, you know, reach out to us. Let us know what you think or what you've thought about the baby mango. Jose, it's a perfect time. Take a quick break here from our sponsors and then get right back to chatting. Yes, sir. Discover orchard freshness on Amazon Fresh with Arctic Apple Slices. Arctic Apple stays orchard fresh longer than other prepackaged, pre-sliced apples. This means less waste and no more half-eaten apples. Plus, you'll love the undeniable freshly picked flavor. Arctic Apple Slices are available in convenient grab-and-go bags in both Arctic Golden or Arctic Granny varieties in select markets on Amazon Fresh. Packable, snackable, 100% irresistible. Are you ready to enhance your skills? Every day we are tasked to make fast, effective decisions to keep up with the fast-paced produce industry. At AgTools, we take the pressure off of gathering data to help make your day easier and more enjoyable. Connecting the supply chain with AgTools is unique, practical, and easy. AgTools can be used from multiple angles of the produce industry, from farmers all the way to logistics companies. We call that 360-degree decision-making day after day. Visit www.ag.tools.com to gain more reliable and relevant data to see more, achieve more. And now, back to our show. Welcome back to the Produce Industry Podcast, everyone. It's always great to hear from our sponsors, providing dynamite content from dynamite people. Today, we have Jose Pardo with Cal Mike on the line today, sitting in the green room, waiting to come back. And green room as in the avocado room. That's right, everyone. When there, our green room is an avocado green room. So we are having backstage. We're ready for him to come back and chat a little bit more uh, about what's on the horizon with Cal Mike and uh, what we can expect. So, Jose, welcome back, my friend. Hey, Patrick. Nice was to be the back. Avocado room. Hey, that was great. <laughs> Listen, it was, it's not going to be an orange gr- room. It's a green that room. That was green. It was green. It was green. definitely <laughs> green. It was green for April. Okay, everyone. So, Listen, man, it's it's good to have you back. It's good to be chatting about the organization. We we really chatted about avocados, and I know you guys are heavy in avocados and some of the other commodities that you do, such as mangoes and strawberries and bananas, a little bit of oranges and uh, blueberries and all the fun stuff that you guys got going on. And you know what? What I love most about it is that you're pretty active uh, in the community too. So when I finally was like, "Hey, you know, who are you guys?" and you're like, "You know, I'm I'm here." You know, I'm like, "Okay." And then boom, I'm seeing you. Like I said, I'm seeing you at trade shows. I'm seeing the product in wholesalers. Right? I'm not. It's not like where is this mystical unicorn product that people say there is? Because you do. You get a lot of companies out here that are selling labels or selling products. And uh, it's a lot of like back end, right? Right, Jose? So it's like you never sometimes ever see these labels. So like I said, that's what's so fascinating. You actually, you guys are in the community. We can see some of these labels hitting the, uh, hitting the stores, hitting the retailers, hitting the farmer's markets, hitting the shelves. Um, And I love it, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's why like we try to make sure our box was a little bit colorful. So you have that nice blue on it. When you see it, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I know that label. It's like you did when, when you were in the market, you know? 
so that's that's a good thing you know try to try to catch that uh that eye from the customer so they can see it you know so that's that's good yeah that's the fun thing about it so talk about what's on the horizon man we always talk with our guests about you know what's in the field and on the horizon we've got an idea of what's in the field uh down in mitchell con and uh we want to know but what's on the horizon for cal mike what can we expect any new innovations coming up any new groves you're looking to procure any new regions uh, you know talk to me about uh, what's uh coming up next yeah we're you know we are i mean we're always um evolving and everything that we do so you know all this past year we've been working uh hard to make sure you know we have those right contacts and the right you know partnerships in mexico that way we can have and provide you know the the product that we are you know uh experts on which is the avocados so so we're you know we've been working on that pretty good so this year you know we're going to start doing a little bit more on the on the marketing side you know trying to get to uh, the customers and trying to you know show up in some of those uh, meetings our next uh, expo show we're going to be at is the fresh produce uh, show the salute to fresh it's going to be next week i believe if i'm not mistaken april 6th and anaheim oh fresh anaheim. Uh, produce and floral council yes sir nice nice yeah. So it's going to be uh, April 6th, Wednesday on April 6th. It's just one day. Um, uh, it's going to be some retailers there and all that. So, so we're, you know, we're trying to start reaching out because, I mean, you know, I mean, I've been in the industry for, uh, you know, 15 years. And something that is for sure is that if you don't have the product, then there, you don't have nothing to sell, right? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta so, have the product so we so that's what we've been working hard the last year and a half that you know that, that i came on board to make sure we have the product now that you know we've been securing some of that uh and helping on that side then you know we're going to start pushing a little bit more on the sales side see you know customers get those get those partnerships the same way and and the uh, distribution side, you know, because uh, that's important knowing to, to who you can trust, you can work. And and um, and that's that's what we're going to start doing this this new year. You know, um, uh, we'll, we'll be in some some trade shows. So trade shows. So it's going to be really targeted and whatever we're going to go. But uh, but I think it's going to be fun. That's what it's about. I love that you say fun, right? It's going to be fun, everyone. I mean, selling produce is fun. And I always yes. say like we're feeding the globe. People don't realize that a produce is not, it is local, everyone. Um, but our produce goes everywhere, right? If you're a California grower, you're probably sending your fruit overseas. You might be sending your fruit down to South America. And, and then again, if you're a South American grower, you're probably sending your fruit overseas. You're sending your yeah. fruit to the United States. Yes, that's, so, that's I mean, true. Obviously, local, local is big. Um, but local growers all also export a lot of their fruit and vegetables overseas. Correct. And people don't really realize that, you know, so, you know, when there's such harsh, uh, you know, times, right, going through trade wars and having issues with other countries, you know, food is a big factor in our supply chain. And we really saw that in 2020, you know, not us, but the, the world, right? Yes. Um, yes. Growers, you know, packers, shippers, wholesalers, you know, they feed the world, you know, and people, you got to realize that our food supply chain is very 
very, very important. Uh, so to have guys like Jose and Cal Mike, you know, being able to complete a part of that supply chain, bringing the produce in uh, from Mexico into the United States, having those growing connections, right? Not just being that, you know, traditional broker, which again, we said is okay. It's not like it's a bad thing. We need these people in the industry. It's okay. There's business models for it. Yeah, There's niches yeah. for it, okay? Um, but these are the things that, you know, Cal Mike's doing, right? You guys are yeah. building with the grower, right? You're yeah, now definitely. negotiating, having the conversations with the grower, with the shipping lines, right? You're bringing the freshness to the wholesaler or the doorsteps of the retailer, right? You're monitoring Correct. the quality all the way through the supply chain, man. And that's what I think yes. is the transparency and visibility that, that you've talked about too. And like I said, I saw your product in LA. I mean, trust me, I would have been like, hey man, it was a little, uh, it was a little soggy there, my friend. You know, I would have told you, but I was like, man, product looked great. It was in the cooler. You know, that that's that's what we love yeah. to see. Man. No, and, and that's and that's good, you know, that you mentioned that because like, I mean, you, you probably have seen in some of my posts on social media. I always try to emphasize the, you know, my packing houses, the number four, seven, eight. And why I do that is because, I mean, once you take that avocado out of my box from my label, then that's it. You know, I mean, that avocado can go anywhere in the world. So, so that's why I put the emphasis on, on that number, because, you know, once you're home and if you look, if you look at the, that avocado POU and you see number four, seven, eight, you're like, oh, cool. You know, this is, I know where this is coming from. <laughs> so, so that's all. Like, yeah, that's coming, it's coming from you, huh? No matter exactly. what box, no matter what box it's in. So uh, yeah. that, that's what's cool about it. And, and same with, you know, same with us on the citrus side, it's like, that's why we got the Julian codes and all the things we do because we, we co-pack for other people. And we tell people a lot, Hey, if you buy citrus from this location, I've told you many times, right? If you buy citrus from this location, that's, that's us. Right. And you're like, yes. really? And we're like, yeah, <laughs> you know, we go back, you know, we do this and, and, and it's fun, man, because you know, we like seeing, we want to build and help our partners build just like you want to help and build your partners as, as the podcast yes. says, right. Growing the industry together. That's what exactly. it's about. Everybody's exactly. got to win. There's the old school days of the business model of like, hey, you know, robbing Peter to pay Paul or trying to make a quarter or a buck off this guy to sell it to the, you know, your best friend down the street. Like those days are very few and far between, I think. They still happen. Trust me, they're still backdoor deals all the time, Jose. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, a lot of it, a lot of it is right, very transparent. There's a lot of visibility yeah. in the supply chain. And, and actually, it's a must. And I'm glad you brought up uh, LinkedIn about, you know, some of the posts, man, because. You know, people, we got to utilize it, you know, as much as possible. People tell me all the time, they're like, oh, man, I can't keep up with your posts anymore. And then yeah, I get yeah. some people that are like, oh, yeah, I, I see your posts every day. Like, I, I yes. know who follows the everyday posts. Um, but if that is part of transparency. I mean, I'm when I post on, you know, my my page, right, Patrick Kelly. Yeah. And like I posted about my daughter, right? I mean, taking the time to visit my daughter. I mean, listen, I'm trying, I'm instilling leadership, right? And then yeah. if I go and turn around and, and make a post on the podcast, right? Talking about mangoes or talking about dragon fruit, right? Or talking about, well, guess what? That was probably an experience that was had, right? So I'm trying yeah, yeah. to tailor, like really filter in my life with my produce life. Because again, we are, we are the first line of defense when it comes to the, the consumer. We are. Yes. We, yes. we should be the first ones buying produce, promoting produce, telling people about produce and loving produce every day. So I'm sitting there like, how can I incorporate this with my business and my life? Because the more I do it, ready, the more everybody's yes. going to buy more produce, Jose. Of course, of course. And they're going to love I, it. 
And I think, you know, I mean, I have thought about that too. Like, you know, uh, I mean, I, I know, of course, you know, you have your, like, like us, you know, we have a college, you know, page everywhere. And, but I, as you can see, I try to post stuff from what I do every day, you know? So it's like, you know, I mean, if this is what I do every day, well, I might as well share it with everybody, you know? And sometimes it can be about the produce. Maybe sometimes it's going to be if, you know, I play instruments at church. So like, you know, once you put all that together, you're really showing that transparency with everybody, you know, and that's, I think that's pretty cool, you know? Um, yeah, it's authentic, right? I mean, every, people say, one time <laughs> I saw this meme, it was like, when are when are content creators going to stop using the words authentic and consistency? And it said never. Like, <laughs> and I was like, it's so true. But people are the, the people that aren't authentic and consistent. They, they're they're tired of hearing it already. Oh, I know yeah. you got. If you want your your channel to grow, if you want this, you got to be consistent. You got to be authentic. I'm tired of hearing it. But no, it's 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 just the truth. It's like, listen. At the end of the day. It's let's be consistent with in, in nature of our products, you know, our quality, right? The same thing when it comes to avocados, right? If all yes. of a sudden you, you ship bad avocados, good avocados, or even different varieties and didn't tell your customer, right? A Haas versus a Reed versus one of those huge Dominican Republic or Florida avocados. Could you imagine <laughs> what your customer would say? They'd be like, what is this? Right. Uh, so, yep. Yep. Consistency uh, is key, right? <laughs> Yeah, definitely, exactly. definitely. But exactly. but I think that's that's good, you know, when you're when you can just do that and and uh, like you're saying, you know, I mean, you know, you and your Patrick Kelly page, you know, you see some stuff, you know, from from what you do and then, you know, your kids and all that and, and that's just that's part of our lives. So you can uh, what better way to to really show our journey is just by doing it like that, you know. Yep, I'm with you, man. I am totally with you. Well, speaking of all the social media you know, where can uh, we find you if our listeners want to reach out uh, to yourself? You know, hopefully they can get you on LinkedIn. But what about the company? Uh, what other social media channels are you on for our listeners to reach out to you on? Um, you can find us uh, for the company. You can find us on Comage and Facebook and also Instagram. Just we're under the name Comage. Um, and you'll find us there. And then also, of course, in and our in LinkedIn, you know, we have our Comage page as well. Uh, and then our website, comageproduce.com. That's where you'll see and you'll find links there to any of these uh, social media uh, outlets. Awesome, Jose. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show, man. I look forward to seeing you in person. And as I always say, I'll see you in the fields and on the horizon. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, Patrick. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Produce Industry Podcast with Patrick Kelly. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes or Anchor to get new, fresh weekly episodes. For more, please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Produce Industry Podcast. Until next time, see you in the fields or on the horizon.